Blog Talk Radio. There is nothing like feeling young and free. Gonna leave it all behind, all behind. Time goes by so fast. Time goes by so fast. There is nothing. Yeah, 19 years ago, um, 
America faced something that nobody ever thought would ever happen, but I was only a child when it happened, but I, I still remember it to this day. And today, we're doing something different, though. Everybody remembers it from their own point of view, but try thinking it from somebody else's point of view. Say, I was a child. I can't see it from an adult's point of view or see it from a senior citizen's point of view. I can't see it that way because I was just a child. So that's what we're doing tonight. We're going to be talking about people's different point of views of 9-11. And I can't guarantee that this is going to be a happy chipper show. Who knows? <laughs> but it's going to be a good show. And let me go ahead and I'm going to let some people in. I know there's some area codes I don't recognize. I'm going to pick up the ones that I do. <laughs> so hi, Sala. Hello, how are you? Thank you for hosting important show like this. Thank you. Sad, but worse, but worse. I don't know why I can't. Thank you. I can't hear you very well. You're like muffled or Ooh, something. Let me, let me try to call you back. Is this better? A little bit. Better? I can hear you a little better, but it's still a little muffled. Okay, let me try one more time. Let me call back. Okay, I'll, be, I'll call All you right. back. Thank you. I only pick up the other callers. And I believe this is Stephen, right? I thought you weren't calling. Oh, I just said it. I'd try to maybe at least do a read and run. But, yeah, I just said on the board that each of my eyelids weigh about a ton, so I don't know how long I'll be able to stay. <laughs> All right. I'll make sure to get you the first phone read. Let, but let me uh, get in these other people. Because, like I said, there's some area codes I don't recognize. I have a 929 Remember a load. Hi, this is Tila. This is Tila. How are you guys? Oh, How okay. Hi. I'm glad that I'm fine. here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Let me yes. let uh, follow back into the room. Hopefully, is we can hear better? her better. Yeah. Is this better? It's better. Okay. It's better. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Or it sounded like you were underwater or something, or something like that. <laughs> okay, sorry, it must be the connection. Hi, hi, Steve and Tila. How are you? Hi, how are you? Right, let nice me let the last you. person I have a 661. Who's calling? Hello, this is Pia Murphy. Oh, so Patrick. <laughs> okay. Or am I allowed to call you that? Or do I have to call you PM Murphy? <laughs> I just remember you. Call me whatever. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're here too. I'm glad to see. It seems a bit, I'd say from our usuals, I'm glad to see like some different faces. And Well, not technically faces because I can't see y'all, but voices. I can hear different voices. So I really like, um, like seeing that. And uh, yeah. I'm glad everybody's here. I'm glad to hear everybody. And uh, I guess we'll go ahead and start some poetry because I'm not. I don't want to be um, mean to blame Stephen, who's barely got eyes open. So I'll put yours on the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And it's on there whenever you're ready to read. Just don't fall asleep. Okay, I must have to refresh. 
This may be my phone's tired too. Come on. There it is. All right. <clears throat> I'm not sure if I actually wrote this from a different perspective or not, but I wrote it differently than I normally would write, so maybe that is something. Uh, I call this September 11th, 2001, 8.46 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Aged 32 years, twins stood tall and strong, immovable, unbreakable. Fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters ran through their veins, gave them life, gave them Mecca. Metal evil struck by the hand of malevolence, malevolence that felt vindicated. Obsidian fog rose from mortal wound. Darkness took day as second bird struck and twins fell. Onlookers mimicked bakers covered in flour, coagulant of concrete dust, lime, asbestos. Brothers crumbled to knees, to ankles, to hell. Left in their vacant space, the silenced screams of thousands. Solitary imp snickered while the world wept. Unjustifiable. Hand poem. Oh, wow. Yeah, I would say it is a bit, um, I would say it's a bit different than I normally you write one, I'm used to the, like, very detailed rhyme and things. And this just seemed like you sat down at, at your computer or whatever you used to, to write. It seemed like you just sat down and let your heart spill out and just let your hands just do the typing. That's what it seemed like to me when you, when you wrote this. And especially the uh, more detailed descriptions, too. Um I love that uh, brothers crumbled to knees, to ankles, to hell, left in their vacant space. And then, like, the silent screams of thousands. Like, that just leaves, like, that, this just, like, shows people that didn't even live through 9-11 that's just heard about it. This, if somebody read this, they just have, like, a perfect visual in their head. Um but yeah, I I think that you did an incredible job with this, and even if it, it may not be entirely your perspective, because your perspective might be the same as someone else's, um, but I think that this is just wonderfully written. And let me get you some, let me get you some comments. Uh, Paula, what did you think? Um. Stephen is such a great uh, writer and full of emotion. This is another poem that really moved me deeply, especially the one that says father, mother, brother, sister, went through the rain, gave them life, gave them Mecca, and the ending. Brothers crumbled knees to ankles, to hate, to hell, that's their vacant space, the silent scream of thousands, solitary. I mean, to the end, is just really very touching. You know, you deeply show your compassion and um, your sadness. So it is a sad, it is sad in the end of Well, well done, Stephen. Thanks, Sala. My, my pleasure. Great comment, Sala. And uh, mm-hmm. Patrick, what did you think? I 
Hold on. So just so you guys know, I'm outside getting free Wi-Fi. So if you hear things in the background, I apologize. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but I wanted to say, uh, Stephen or Stephen, I have known you for so long. I really Steve. enjoy what you. I like the. It's a lot of in between the lines. <laughs> like you have a lot of descriptives that really tell what's going on, but it's the pauses in between the line that says more. If that makes sense, like. I just Great comment, Patrick. And uh, I'm sorry, I was trying to get myself off off mute. <laughs> um, and let me get one last comment from Tila. Hi, how are you, Stephen? Um, I think it was uh, very sad, and today's. Uh, you know, many people must be going through uh, thinking about their loved ones or anyone who passed away. Uh, and, um, you know, going through this is so, uh, imagine, you know, it, it's so painful. And the way you have um, uh, written in each thing describing, um, and some of them I really like, um reading about it and it says here um onlookers mimic bakers covered in flow coconut of concrete dust and lime and asbestos brothers crumble to knees to ankle to hell left in their vacant spaces it's so unbelievably you know that while the world wept for you know it it was a shocking and um Thank you for sharing your poetry. Well, thank you. You're welcome. That was a great comment, Sheila. And um Thank you. And a great great poem. Great poem, Stephen. And then I know that you're ready to just sit there and hit the end button and go lay right down on the couch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm with you on that one. I worked the last four days, but somehow I'm 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 still good. I've worked really long hours the last four days, but I'm still I'm still here. I I, I understand your feeling of wanting to fall asleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to open, so I've been up since five a.m. and I didn't get much sleep last night. So, but I'm gonna hang at least for one more poem. All right. All right. Well, before we read another poem. I got another caller. Again, I have an area code I don't recognize. 305. Who's calling? This is Raz. How are you doing, Mr. Soap? Hi, Raz. Uh, Steven, you should have said something. You should have been like, that's Raz. You're just too tired to tell me. <laughs> I, I did, recognize but I was, it. It was muted. I did say. I said Raz, but I was muted. I know, I never see Raz's area code. That's why I, I never I never remember it. Like, there's ones that I've seen several times and I just remember it, but that's not one I see all the time. I got to get that down. I'm sorry, Raz. I'm going to get that down. I'm glad you're here. And uh, let me also pick up the boss lady, if I don't. 
<laughs> Everyone say hi to them. <laughs> hi, Boo. Hi, Boo. Hello. Uh-huh. Hi, everybody. Good talk, please. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad everybody's here. And uh, we're about to read another poem. Is there anybody here that needs to read and run? If now, say now or hold your peace. Uh, I I think I have to um, because uh, I can read mine like and then. As soon as possible. Okay. Because I don't know when I'll get loud and I'd have to go somewhere else. All right. So what I'll do is uh, I'll put up Tila's, and then Patrick, I'll put yours up next. Does that work for everybody? Yes. Yep. Thank you. Okay. All right. I'm going to put yours. I agree with Beard on the board. He says, I want chicken wings. I'll take that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, Tila, I got yours on the board. Thank you. Okay. Uh, The poem is called Sad. There I was eating ice cream, sitting on a staircase of a huge tower. Little Little did I knew that in two days, the whole world will turn upside down. Yes, it was Sunday, September the 9th, 2001. Sorry, I've written year 20. Sorry about that. I just, um, I still remember it was such a beautiful day. From there, we went to McDonald's. And usually in McDonald's, you don't hear any music. You do hear a music, but this was a live music. Uh, uh, somebody playing a piano and the atmosphere was so beautiful so that's what I'm describing it I still remember it was such a beautiful day from there went to McDonald's I I heard a piano was totally surprised sat upstairs went back to my hotel after uh, coming out from McDonald's early Tuesday was having a breakfast one of the house attendants had become a very close friend of mine, came running, look, look, watch, watch. See, we see one of the tall tower was already been hit by a plane. I still remember it was such a beautiful day. It was such a painful and heartbreaking, shocked, shattered, and hurtful day. That was end of poem. Thank you. Wow, too. I I really like what you did with this. You did you you captured Thank you. what happened that that you were just saying like it was just everything was just normal. You were like eating ice cream and it was two days before and then you just remember those those days going on where it was just beautiful and even in McDonald's you heard piano music. I don't think right. you hear that now. <laughs> But, yeah, you, you just went there, and everything was just normal. And then the next thing you know, you just remember everything being a beautiful day. And then the next thing right. you know, everything was just shattered, and um, everything just fell apart. Like, I exactly. love that you went with that concept. I like that you went with that. I, I do think that this Thank is a beautiful poem and how you told the story and stuff. Thank you. And uh, let me get you some comments. 
Uh, Raz, what did you think? Me? Yeah. Yes, 9-11 will always be an unforgettable day. This is a very good description of someone, what they were doing at the time. I'm not surprised on that day anyone wants McDonald's, but it wasn't just any other day. And so what they write of it being a shattered and hurtful day, those words can be taken to be an accurate truth on 9-11. Thanks. Great comment, Raj. And uh, let me get one from Stephen. Yeah, I like this uh, this retelling. Um, I think it's amazing sometimes how life can just turn on a dime, sometimes for the better, but of course this day it was just a horrible turn of events. Um, your poem made me think of where I was when I found out. I was actually on my way home from dropping my son off at school when the radio started talking about it. And when I got home, I turned on the TV and pretty much went into shock at what I was watching. I think I stood there for hours without sitting down or maybe even without breathing. This is just a, it's a powerful share. Thank you very much. Thank you. Great comment. I, I remember being a kid, and I remember that um, I was really little, like four or something like that. But I remember that uh, my sister came home early from school, and I thought it was weird. And then I remember my parents just looking at the TV screen, and my dad, like, he he took it like, really hard. And I never saw my dad cry that much, but he, he took it really hard. So... Um, but yeah, I, I liked what you said about that, Stephen. About like you just—it was normal. You dropped your son off at school, and then next thing you know, that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get uh, let me a comment from Sala. I like the title because how she said sad. It is a sad day. Uh, even though it's a happy day for her, it started as a happy day, but ended as a sad day. Um, it's unforgettable, as Ra, Ra said, and uh, the, the ending is uh, you started with happy and you ended up with sad, and it's like a circle from the title back to sad, and you still remember uh, the face of the heartbreaking shark chatter and hurtful day. Definitely, it, it, I mean, everyone who has a heart will, will see how horrible that day is. It's unforgettable, and I can't imagine the 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 people who lost their beloved one, how they feel. It's, it's just, I, I really don't, I, I can't imagine um, the temple because of the pain that they have to go to every year to remember this. Oh, well done, yeah. Tila. Thank mm. you, Salva. <laughs> My pleasure. Great comment, Salva. And I'll get one last one <laughs> from Patrick. And then I'll put his on the board. All right. So, Tila, I believe, if I mispronounce your name, I apologize. No, no, it's okay. You did the right. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, I really liked the, um, like, almost like snapshotting an event type of thing. Like, you're going through your motions, you're doing your day, and you're snapshotting yeah. everything you see. And then you bring in the disaster. 
that's what I really got from it. Right. <laughs> and I write like that all the time, so that's why I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> great comment, um, Patrick, and great poem, Hila. I don't know if you're going to stay any longer, but I really, I really liked your poem. And, Thank uh, you so much. Patrick, I, I, I got. Go ahead. I'll, I'll right. hear one poem and then I'll go after that. Okay. Oh, great! You get to hear the best. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you go back. Hello, Boo. Hi, Boo. Hello. Hi, Helen. Saying like it's, it's, on, it's on topic, but there's a, it's a little bit of light. Because if you can't look at dark things in a light way, then it's kind of hard to make it in this world, sadly. But I I wrote this when I was nine years old. Oh, wow. And wow. left all the mistyping and uncapitalized letters, everything. It's, it's, it's as if I wrote it when I was nine. Wow. And so this misspelled, this is how I actually wrote when I was nine years old. Um, I wrote it in class, in my history That's class. So clever. Clever, it was clever. during that 9-11 happened. We had an assignment. We had to write a poem using personification that was um, related to the 9-11 event. And here it is. It's called Tragedy. This is going to be hard to read, but I'm going to do it. Bear with me. The tragedy of a lifetime happened in a big state of New York. For the unexpected people fought for their lives, the world was just going on with their lives. The two towers were standing there sleek, tall, and strong. They stood there quietly. The birds of doom flew there uncontrollably. The two towers were standing, still standing. Then, boom, one bird crashed. The screams of frightened people filled the air with death and sorrow. Then, boom, another bird crashed. The first tower went into flames and it fell down, down, down. Now there was only one tower left standing, tall and strong. As the minutes passed, there were more birds coming. Some cried, others helped, and some died from fright. Then a soft white blizzard came. Black fog filled the air as the death birds came closer. Inch by inch they flew. Then boom, boom, the last tower was destroyed. The cries grew worse, the deaths added up. Families devastated, friends torn, children lost their hearts all because of the tragedy on September 11th of 2001. End poem. Oh, by the way, this was my first poem. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't think it's that bad for, like, a first poem. I don't even know if I remember my first poem. Because <laughs> I often just wrote things in my head when I was younger, but I never always wrote it down. Um, but I'm glad that you still have record. I have record of my first song, even though I lost it, but I do know what, what which one it was. And I was nine years old, too. Um, but I think that 
I love I love your ending. Like the ending does not sound like a nine year old at all. Families devastated, families torn, and ch- and children lost their hearts. Like for a nine year old to be thinking like that, um, really shows how much that nine um, eleven really messed up kids. Like I said, I remember the impact it had on me, and I was so little it, I shouldn't even remember it, but I do. So. Um, like, I think that how you did that with families devastated and friends torn, like, I love that ending. That ending blew me away because I just did not expect a nine-year-old to write that. But I, I think you did a great job with this. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm staying uh, back to the nine-year-old passion. <laughs> like, I, I, I would have had it in my end. Like, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. Patrick, go yeah. away. Let's bring out the nine-year-old. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just Patrick, having... were you no, nine, I, I or were you writing this from a nine-year-old's perspective? I thought that's I, what you meant. I was going to say that's brilliant. That's what I'm sitting there saying. I'm thinking it from a, a child's perspective. That's what I'm thinking it. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. trying to have fun. Well, I think Pat, it's great no matter what. Is that when you were nine, or that's from a nine-year-old's perspective that you wrote? Oh, yeah. And so the help, he wrote this um, when he was nine. He lived in Japan. I was a dog. Got it. Okay. I saw it from a different perspective. I didn't really know anybody in New York or have ties or know anybody who knew anybody. So, like, I had it from, like, a whole different perspective. But, like, when we were on the base and we had heightened security and, like, people would report just, like, cars sent parked outside the the base to, like, the police, and they'd ex- examine it and everything. It was a really crazy time. Mm. Wow. Some fun facts. Well, I'm going to get you some comments on this piece, and I'm going to okay. get one. I'll get one from Raz. Yeah, this is very mature for nine years old, and it seems every single law enforcer was active that day on 9-11. Like, all hell had broken loose. You could hear sirens wherever you were in the United States of America trying to make sense of what went on when the World Trade Center went down for that entire day. So I'm not surprised that a nine-year-old could even remember how security was even higher than any other day in American history. This speaks a word and volume of truth. Thank you, Russ. Great comment, Russ. And uh, how about you, Kila? Um... Patrick, um, I, I really have to applaud you for, for being nine years and writing such a beautiful poetry. And the way you wrote step by step, uh, really good and really nice. And uh, the way uh, you were saying that uh, that the tower is standing sleek, tall, and strong. And uh, then one by one, there was a boom and everything, and it crashed. 
and uh, so much things happened all of a sudden and you heard the cry i mean it was on the telly right you were watching on the telly and you were describing the way um it happened and uh, yes. you did a fantastic fantastic um poem you wrote lovely thank you all right thank you you're welcome great comment and thank uh, you. let me get one from Sala. Um, I agree. I mean, this what I wrote that it's very mature for nine years old. The language is incredibly mature. I wouldn't be able to write like this in my age. So <laughs> your mind is very advanced <laughs> for your age. <laughs> and um, I, I'm, I'm just, I was, I was just thinking there's little words that show more child, like the boom and and the birds. Um, down, down, down. This is like uh, I could see this as a child, but the rest, honestly, is quite mature for your for your age. Well done. Uh, I agree with what everyone has said. But I'm I'm kind of have a question. Did you were you inspired by this writing by your parents? What you hear by the news? What I mean, this is very quite advanced. Or just like curious, how did you how did you come up with this poem? Well. I had watched the news. Tila hit the nail on the head. Because the only way I could get to it was by watching the news. And we watched yeah. it live. So I saw oh, I it live, like when it was actually happening, because my dad worked in the military. And my dad was um, a historian at the time, I believe. He still is. But um, so it was like his so job. And I just went off what I saw there. Yeah, that's very brilliant for your age, Julia. Very, very, imp- very impressive, actually. Very impressive. So well done, definitely. Nine-year-old Patrick, Patrick. I'm talking to the nine-year-old Patrick, not you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's a great comment. <laughs> You know, this is, uh, you know, what everybody else said, poetic and everything, but this also goes to show you that kids listen to what they see on the TV and they listen to what's around them and they're a product of their environment. And look how well he remembers it, you know? And um, that says a lot about it. And um, still you were talented even then, Patrick. Great poem. (laughs) Thank you. Um, A little bit of childhood, it made me an arrogant prick. But I've toned down since. <laughs> a reformed, <laughs> arrogant prick. Love it. I'm still, yeah, I'm still a bit of one, but at least I'm humbled a little. <laughs> you go, boy. That's all we could ask for. <laughs> all right. I'm going to oh, hang up with this on the board. Okay. Because I want to use the internet, and I can't use the net while I'm in my room. Okay. That's all right. I'm glad you called, Patrick. Thanks for coming. Don't be so tricky, Patrick. Everybody from Nevada.
and I, I let Jay into the room so everybody knows. <laughs> Thank you. It was nice you? of you. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. And I'm grabbing your I'm grabbing your poem right now. And, Thank uh, you. Yeah. Let me um, uh, kind of a prelude to the poem, tell everybody that it is based off a of true event, uh, not wow. just 9-11, but what happened at my hospital. So <clears throat> I call it um, Captain Park, Are You There? And it goes like this. Early morning, East Coast in the States, the first patients arrive at dermatology just like any other army hospital. It was hurry up and wait, fill out these forms, then we'll call you. Has anyone heard from Captain Park? Teenage acne, elderly eczema, normal cases with the morning talk on TV, background noise to most, little brother banter, mother reads Dr. Seuss. Has anyone heard from Captain Park? I am, I am green. She looks up at the commotion, at, at commotion. TV volume raised, confusion, shock. Little brother tugging at mother. Eggs and ham. It says eggs and ham. Has anyone heard from Captain Park? Planes and buildings, fires and screams. What is happening? All those people falling like hail. Mother holds brother. So he can't see. Has anyone heard from Captain Park? Word is now explosions at the Pentagon. My God, Captain Park transferred there two weeks ago. Talk to us, Captain Park. Cell phone silence. Radio silence. No one heard from Captain Park. End poem. Wow. I'm trying not to have tears in my eyes right now. Wow. Um, I, I think, like, every single part of this, it does, like, like hit my heart. But I think the part that, like, really hits me is, like, in the middle when you're talking about the, the, the mother reading to the child and stuff like that. She's trying to read, but then she looks up at the TV screen and then just can't do it anymore and the little boy doesn't understand and he keeps saying read the book to me read the book to me and that part like broke my my heartstrings but I, I think also like the ending of course like has anyone still heard from Captain Park and then you never hear anything so just wow on the you left me speechless here Jay I if I I don't even know what to say. I'm just, I'm speechless right now. I just know that it, it, it hit me hard. Like you, you did, you said it from every different perception, from the child, from the the mother to all these different people um, set, in one, set in one place. But they all pretty much felt the same emotion. They all felt scared for what was happening. And I think most of us felt that way when it happened. We didn't know what was happening and we were scared. So I, I think you did an incredible job. And Thank you. based on true events, too, like, wow. Hmm. Well, let me get you some comments. Uh, I'll get one from, from Sala. This is really very, you're right, digging deep in the heart of the text. Because of the 
fact that it's a true story. We already, I think everyone is already emotional about the whole thing, and to, you know, to hear a story make it even more emotional. Uh, for me, it's the repetition of the title really got me because I knew that gonna something end up happening to him. And from your petition, the question, has anyone heard from Captain Park? I wish it was not, but I knew he was going there. It was very sad. Um, and when you said it, it just dig in deeply. It's really horrible. No one can, has anyone heard from Captain Park? And on and on, and then no one heard from Captain Park. And in between, you... You were very, you just gave us a realistic imagery, like a normal day, again, like Sheila. It's not a happy necessarily day, but a routine day where things happening, normal. And just the question about like, what making it normal is the, the question, and also the noises and the effects on the family, how they, and the mother try to protect her child from, from seeing this. It's, it's very, really deeply touching, more than deeply. No, thank you. Well done. My pleasure. Great comment, Bella. And uh, let me get a comment from Raz. Yeah, Jay has mentioned this on a previous show that he lost someone who worked at the Pentagon that day, who I assume to be the character Captain Park. And this is... uh, very good homage on those we lost on that day who could also represent Captain Park. It's like uh, any member of the military or servicemen, not just our fellow countrymen, were somehow end up missing on that level at the World Trade Center on 9-11. So I think it's a very sad poem, but along the lines of a human reaction of what went on on that faded occasion. Thank you. Great comment, Rez. And uh, while you were commenting, we got a new caller, another area code I don't recognize. I have an area code 510. Who's calling? Hey, is your Hey. Hey, Faye. Oh, it's okay, Faye. Okay. Well, then Jay and Boo should have told me that was Faye. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're here and glad you called. We're just, uh, we're getting comments for Jay's poem. You didn't, no, I don't think you did get a chance to hear it. Did you get a chance to hear it, Faye? Uh, No, I was just, I just got plugged in just now. Okay. Well, then let me get a, a comment from Boo, and then we'll read the next poem. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the guy that you knew, right, Jay, you said? Yeah. Okay, just check. Okay. Um, well, I, I thought, like everybody else, it was a good dedication to him and all the people who suffered. It's even more realistic because you actually know him and you experienced it and um, you went through it. A lot of us just watched from the outside and... and voice or you know make our own opinions of what we think happened but you know and and it was written with heart i think a lot of heart and love and like everything you write so uh great piece and you said you weren't sure what to write 
I, I had this thing in my head. I wanted to go here. Uh, I wasn't sure how to bring it forth, but it eventually came to me. So that's why I was kind of frantic today writing this. <laughs> but I felt I felt it, it, it's just one of those things that just pours out of you when it wants to come out. It comes out. And uh, he was one of our. He was one of the doctors from our hospital, and he got transferred to the Surgeon General's office. Uh, up in the Pentagon right uh, a couple weeks before 9-11 hit. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah, that that just just hits you in the field. I can't even imagine how his his wife or any of his family would have felt thinking, oh, he he just transferred. Why did that happen? Like, I, I bet that's how other people fell after that. Like, why did that happen? Why do you have to transfer? He'd still be alive. Wow. And I just got. You got to understand. You got to understand a lot of the, a lot of the time that we're in the military. The, the time I've seen death of people is the time right before they're supposed to come home from war. Uh, you know, it's like the mission. The one mission before they were supposed to come home is the mission that took their lives. So it it is there is it is an untimely thing. It is a very untimely thing. And uh it's we we didn't know we were in that war at the time. That war came to us. Yeah. Um, so this this was an amazing amazing poem and I love that you you did tell it from, and it probably helped you grieve a little bit too, since you did know this man. I know it's been several years, but probably bringing those emotions back to the surface as well. Um, I, I really like that you brought this. Like I said, it's still up to people. I appreciate that. I got to get back to work, guys. So I'll talk to y'all later. All right, Jake. Thank you for calling. Good night. All right, so uh, I'm going to ask Faye, do you do you need to read and run? If not, I got a different poem. Do I need to read and run? No, I got I got plenty of time. Man. All right, just <laughs> checking. <laughs> so Boo, I was wondering so nice. if you would read because I don't think that she's going to call in. Uh, I wonder if you uh-huh. would read for Lizzie because she was that on the board. I don't know if she still is if she's listening, but. Uh-huh. I was wondering if you like Lizzie, to read for her. Are you calling in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Let's put hers up, and then uh, and I'll figure out who to put in next. Okay, I got it on the board now. Lizzie said she's calling yes. in. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Said on the board. She said, "I'm calling in the readers." Okay, that's good. I didn't know if she was or she wasn't. All right then. I'll put. I don't know if she's calling in now, but I'll put in another one until she calls in. So, how about we go ahead and let uh let Raz read his. Okay. But it's my turn. 
I could have waited longer to read the poem. I wrote this two, three hours ago before the show. This is called 9-11 Remembrance. Morning was like no other morn. The day crucially and historically different. 9-11. Innocence, the key term and topic. The lock gates of New York never jimmied to expose the brittle nature to national security protection. Breakfast, toast, and cereal before the chaotic scene on all-American television showed the tumbling office buildings from a few pinhole wisp exhales of the top floor's exterior defacement. While the children of America were waking up, Al-Qaeda was hijacking several planes of their destined destinations. One airliner colliding into the Twin Towers and followed by the next pitch, a slider directly ricocheting of the catcher's heat sore patches glove. Explosion ripped up the air sky and the black smoke tumulus and fumigate some conspiracy theorizing how they witnessed ball face in the carbonic dark flames enveloping the falling World Trade Center when the war on terrorism officially begun. An hour later, at the Pentagon, Lord be praised, the suicide kamikaze had shot in the head. The air marshal and restrained the commercial flight passenger as hostages. Two I've tailed into the secret bunkers of the Defense Intelligence Headquarters. They will never win on American soil. The generals finally order, accepting our enemies' hatred for the common good and the improvised bombs. Years later, Americans, from the trauma of being hit harder and the coward to emphasize fear that the tactics of decent men were brave enough to accept man to the domestic tranquility which the Constitution guarantees by all state laws, we listen to the ignorance of negative men who despise the thought of America being a superpower whose philosophies are greater by far and suspect cheated of our First Amendment rights, a member of terrorism, and they challenge the people to submit to an inferior philosophical argument. Freedom stung and the decency to get back up that liberty's last stand would face any peril justify democracy or whatever loss. Freedom stung as thousands of lives were slaughtered in 9-11 whose memories of the blood of the patriots on who we swear and one God thought of global peace lives on in America's honor for human and the dignified principles. The star-spangled banner and stripes opposed and these tragedies which impede the humanity and the ideal to treat others as equals the duty to the just and well wow and I was reading in the author's perspective of a college student I like that that you went with that um, with that perception and uh and I like it that you, you kind of started it up the same way that uh, Tila did, that everything was just normal, like breakfast, toast, and cereal. 
and like we're all just like watching TV, and the next thing that's on our TV screen all over the place is what's happened. And I like that you went with that. And then um, as you go on, you just talk about the experience and um, the emotions that read. And there was one part, and I don't know if I can find it. Oh, yeah, the Star Spangled Banner and Stripes of Cold in these tragedies, which impede the humanity and ideal to treat others as equals the duty to the just. I like that where you went with that, um, having that ending. When you, you, I could tell that that um, that that like really went well uh, with other part of the poems and stuff like that. But I just really liked how you ended it, um, showing that the the justification in America. But I I think that this is um, like I said, I think you did a great job. Like I said, you have another one kind of like um, like Jay's just kind of left me speechless. It was like I I was just hearing you read it and read it and read it and I just I don't know, I almost wanted more. <laughs> but I know it has to end for long. <clears throat> great job, guys. Thanks. And before I get you some comments, I think this I think I I brought in Lizzie. Hopefully I brought her in. I did grab you, <laughs> Lizzie. Okay, Hi, yeah. Lizzie. Okay, I hear you laugh. Hi Lizzie. <laughs> hey everybody. I can ask you. I kidnapped Hi. you. You're now prisoned into the La Costa studio. <laughs> well, let me get rest and comments. Um, let me get one from Faye. Well, this is kind of a, a difficult memory for me. And, uh, First of all, I I just want to say I was I was really impressed with um, his writing. It's it's really well written, um, well thought out. Really took me back to, um, to that day. You know, um, as a as a as a poem or, or a free write or however you want to call it, it's just a really amazing piece of writing. I mean, from start to finish. Uh, thought-provoking takes you back provokes a lot of emotion I remember when I saw the second plane hit I was so angry and I I just wanted I, I wanted to go enlist and go over and fight and I couldn't and I was angry at what happened and I was angry at myself I was angry about the helplessness that I felt, and this just really brings all of that back up. Kelly um, really spent some time thinking about this. So, that, Raz, you did an excellent job on this, brother. This is a, a great piece. Thank you. So much, Ray. Yeah, it's very hard memories for all of us. <laughs> great comment, Ray. And uh, let me get a comment from Boo. You must be on mute. Poor mute. Everybody on top of him. Mm. Boo, are you there? She, she must be calling the cops because I, I kidnapped um, Lizzie. 
Yeah, we need to live in that with the cat. Well, well, I guess while we're waiting for Boo, uh, Sally, you want to comment? Did you say Salwa? Sorry, I wasn't sure. The... Okay. Uh, it's no surprise that uh, Raz would write a piece like this that's so elegant and so um, very intellectual. I felt I didn't know there was a student, a college student. I wrote, I wrote my comment before you, you uh, Crystal said so. I felt like a statement that narrates what happened in this unforgettable day. And the last two stanzas, uh, political analysis of the 9-11 effects years later, which is brilliant. It really touched and moving uh, the way you just um, wrote it. Even though you narrate what happened, uh, just hearing it again, just take you back to this sad day. I remember myself, I had a horrible day already. My brother died, killed that day. And uh, I was crying, hearing the news about my brother. And then I, got, I saw this, I was devastated. The two the same day was too much for me to take. I never forget that. So um, anyway, so that was a really horrible um, day for me as well, for everyone. Well, well done. You really moved uh, me deeply. I'm sorry to hear of your loss, Sala. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. Great comment, Sala. And uh, I don't know if, if Boo will come to the surface or not. <laughs> but uh, I know I grabbed you in the middle of Raz's poem, but Lizzie, did you get a chance to hear any, like most of it? I only got to really hear the very last um, part of it, so I can't really. Um, I mean, it sounded great the last, but but I I rather read it before I give a comment. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, I don't I don't know where Boo is, but Raz, I I really think you did a great job um, writing this and and writing it from that um, perspective. And Boo just wrote, so "Can I you think- not hear me?" No, we can't, boo. Oh. Oh. What about now, no? I don't know what's on my phone. I just replied, I said, no. You have become, you've become, um, uh, what are we, I can't, my mind's so tired, I can't even think what it's called. Um, no, but no, we can't. All right, she said she's going to call back. Okay. Well, I know you called uh, Lizzie to read your poem, but do you need to read and run, or do you mind if someone goes no. in front of you? Or okay, I just don't no. know how yeah, that was going Somebody else can go. <laughs> okay. Well, Paula's been here since the beginning, and I want to make sure that she gets read. I'm going to put hers in next. Oh, that's fine. <clears throat> I'm going to be to the end. Okay, I wrote this uh, today for the for just for this, and I call it the Valley of Sadness. A heart raised, raised sadness, crying, glasses of innocent souls, murdered by cruel hands, hunting pain from loss of their beloved ones, and terrifying memories from unforgettable days. How it can be forgotten. Far away, stones, birds singing softly, and I hope with tears, the valley of sadness is far away, far away, 
with Ali Estad, and it's far away. I'm going to cry. It's really infected. I wrote it in French uh, first, and I wrote it in English. Um, oh, my gosh, my heart is... Un cœur rayé de tristesse, pleurant de perte d'âme innocente, assassiné par des mains cruelles, chassant la douleur de la perte de leurs bien-aimés, des souvenirs terrifiants d'une journée inoubliable. Comment peut-on l'oublier Au loin, les oiseaux de l'aube chantent doucement. J'espère avec des larmes, la vallée de la tristesse est loin, très loin. La vallée de la tristesse est loin, très loin. End of poem. Mm. I, one, I, I love that little bit of the, I don't know if I say it's an abstract picture, but it kind of is a little bit of the sky, that the sky is, is different from normal, but it, it brings in that um, that subtle feeling or so that you, you have when um, it's in between of like shock and sadness or so. I don't know why, I just kind of thought of that. Exactly, um, exactly, that's why yeah. I... When I took it, when I took this picture, that's how I felt exactly. That's why I picked it up. So you're right. Wow. <laughs> I love just the lines though. You just have like a few lines that just kind of like are small, but just sit out by themselves. When you go like, how can it be forgotten? And then you all of a sudden just go far away. And then like uh, Don's birds are singing softly, and I hope with tears in the valley of, of sadness is far away. Like that. That brings. Um, a bit of hope in there that you don't want the sadness to come, but um, even though like sadness is there, it does come and go, and we do um, live on in life. But it's not that we've forgotten that hurt there; it's it's always exactly. going to be there. But it doesn't mean it has to be absorbed in our mind. It's in a valley, like far off in the distance of our mind, but it's not like it's forgotten. And I feel like that's what you you put in here. And I think it's really mm-hmm. and I was and I was thinking of the pair of the families to just say the truth of the the loved one. I just was thinking about them the whole time I wrote this poem. Um, beautiful well, let me get you some comments. um I let boo back in the room. Let's see if we can hear her. Boo <laughs> say something. Oh, we can hear I heard the laugh <laughs> <laughs> I heard the laugh too <laughs> Yay, so okay. out. Sorry about that. Oh, there's more clouds. Right. So, uh, there's your clouds. Yes, you you know me in the sky, yes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is really not good. I'm just reading it real. I didn't. Uh, hmm. That's so true. Murdered by cruel hands. And what a day for you. Oh, my God. You're like, you haven't been through enough already. My God. Yeah. And then still, you have compassion and heart towards mm-hmm. other people. Um I like this brevity, and I liked it in French, too, so, uh, Thank you. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a short one for you. Yes, I, otherwise I, I just couldn't handle it. It was too much for me writing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you made it through, see? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Love you. Love you, too. <laughs> Great comment, Boo. And uh, let me get saw a few more. And then just to make sure your phone doesn't go out, I'll have you read next. Uh, let, me get a, let me get a comment from Lizzie on this one. Yeah, this was, um, it's a brevity, but you, you, you put a lot of emotion in it. Like, you, you didn't miss, um, an, like, you got that, that pain that that day brought to a lot of people. You know, the, 
the you know murdered by cool hands was enough you know it kind of just grabbed it right there you know and you just went on and even though it was a brevity you really did put all that emotion into it so this was really a, a great piece <clears throat> thank you great comment and let me get one uh from Faye. He's very soft, very elegant, and uh, in French, it sounds really beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, this lady when she reads in French. It's just uh, such a beautiful language. Um, yeah, there is a lot of emotion and feeling in this uh, brevity, but it's you know it, it cuts close close to the heart of matter. Um, that's a difficult subject, too, for for a lot of us to even talk about, to deal with, but we've got to remember what happened. We can't just forget about it, you know, unless it happens again. And uh, I really enjoyed this. Good night. Great comment, Faye. And I'll get one last comments from Raz, and then we'll put booze on the board. Yeah, I can see the perspective of how there's a value, sadness. You have your tragic moments in life, and they go to that valley, and you want to at least separate yourself from having to go through it all over again, whatever kind of emotional breakdown or points of extreme emotional anguish that you've gone through in the past, but those valley peaks are always kind of in the distance ready for you to come back. So this is a a good metaphor on how sometimes you can't completely recover from your wounds, but you can at least try to Great comment, Raz. And great poem, Sala. Really beautiful. Like you normally write. Thank you. <laughs> I love to see. Thank you. And do your poems on the board. Did we lose Boo again? Follow my headphones. No, I'm cool. I'm just tripping. My headphones. I was going to try to use them again. They're not working. Okay, sorry. Anyway, this is called Glory vs. Glory. Psyche can't shake, horrific day. Everyone surely remembers well. After all the years have gone by, remains such a tragic story to tell. Recall the chaos on the news. Swore I heard a requiem song. Day had just started off brightly. Look on faces said was all wrong. Flashback of loved ones' tears, flesh and blood that I do adore. Recall all of our unspoken words. We believe there'd be plenty more. Feeling of impending doom set in and an easy feeling that wasn't right. When I glanced at the television, saw such an unbelievable sight. I froze and glanced around in panic. My heart been ripped at the seams. A thousand daggers in my chest, the kind you see in bad dreams. But guess what? You didn't win. Our patriotism proudly on display came together when voice and poetry respect each heroes each and every day. To the vile terrorists, kiss our ass, we always rise from the carnage. Because us Americans stand apart, refuse to be the haters' collateral damage. End poem. 
Amen, sister. <laughs> well, the one I love, I love your uh, your title. As soon as I saw it, I was like, glory versus glory. Like, I already liked that a lot. And um, I like that you did kind of go through it all. You were talking about, like, what happened, uh, what we brought up a lot recently. That it was just a normal, everyday thing, and then, or like, a normal, everyday kind of day, and then all of a sudden it just changed. Um, but then I love that just how you end it, that, uh, like, A, it, it isn't going to, like, tear us completely down, which it is something that we remember to this day, and I know a lot of people were lost. I mean, the same thing, like, what's going on now with this whole virus thing. It's something that we're going to remember 2024, but it's not going to tear us down. We're going to keep going strong into this decade. We're going to keep going um, because that's just the way that America is, and I know a lot of countries are. We're just going to keep going because we're the world. Um, but I think that that you just did this really well, Bruce. A lot. I liked it a lot. And uh, thank you. Let's get Jeff some comments. Why am I singing? Let me get one of Kinsey. <laughs> I really like the kiss our ass part. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Boo attitude. That, yeah, that's exactly my sentiment. You know, that's that's. I mean, that's to the heart of of, of it, man. That's exactly how I felt about it. You know, um, uh, a thousand daggers <laughs> in my chest, the kind you see in bad dreams. I remember having dreams about this, wondering what was next. Uh, not being able to, not being able to shake it. I mean, just felt kind of dazed and 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 numb inside for a couple of weeks. It just was I was so in shock. And uh, I remember the faces of people walking around uh, at Ground Zero, and they just they're just like lost. It just like there was nobody there, you know. Um, I remember thinking it was a movie. Like when I first saw it, I was like, "Wait a minute, is that a movie on TV, or is that yeah. real?" Because my my husband was watching it. He's like, "No, this shit is actually happening right now." I'm like, "What? No." That was my first thought too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, this was, was good, boo. You did a good job, babe. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Mhm. Great comment, Boo. And uh oh, Boo. Say. <laughs> Sorry. Great comment for Boo. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and, uh, I left her a couple of comments tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and let me um let me get a comment from uh from Lizzie on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I love the kiss your ass part too. I mean, that was fantastic. But just going from the beginning, I mean, you started off with the whole, the way, you know, you just caught it, Dave, you know, like moment per moment, you know, we started off a normal day and then boom, all hell freaking broke loose. And everybody was just like walking around in this utter shock with this, you know, watching this, this, this craziness going on on TV. And yeah, I, I think that we all, you know, they tried to break us with that whole thing, and all it did was make us more pissed off and more angry. And we just proved that, yeah, you know, kiss our ass because we're just gonna fight back. You know what I mean? So, 
you did a fantastic job grabbing that whole aspect, that whole um, emotion that went through everybody's mind at that moment. It was, it was, you know, sad, and it was, you know, shock, and then it was just downright, you know, anger that ran through everybody at that moment. And you grabbed every single amount of it perfectly. You did a great job with this. Thank you. Just made us more pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Great comment, Lizzie. And uh, how about you, Sala? I like how she takes us back by saying, after all these years have gone by, you made such a tragedy. Each time I had something special about it, you, her personal recall of the moment, the sad moment, and how the faces, and then flashbacks of loved ones here. That's the one that affects me the most is really about the people, how they get affected. It's really, this is what happened to them. They did not run directly. Yes, they all got affected, but not like them. There is no way like that. And that's what makes me kind of cry. It's very, I can imagine. I just really can imagine. Um, so, and then feeling of unpretending doom, I froze and glanced on your reaction to it. But then your attitude is back. Do attitude with her. Um, like I'm um, not, and that's the attitude of everyone, of course. We we will move on strong and respect. And also, how you give us tribute to the heroes, how that was really nice of you as well. Yes, they are right, terrorists, and just horrible, unfortunately. I don't know how this even could have happened. So, well done. And you just wrote it 13 minutes ago. Wow. Cool. Very important. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Hello. Oh. My pleasure. Love you too. Angel on earth. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. Um. Boo writes things like like a magician, like just takes poetry out of a hat like a rabbit. <laughs> I've never had writer's block, sadly. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to get one last uh, comment from Raz, and then I was wondering if Raz would read uh, Jeff's room. Yeah, this speaks also of the truth. Osama bin Laden was eventually defeated, who is considered the mastermind of 9-11. He was killed in his own bunker mm-hmm. any more than other enemies of the state in the past. And so they did not, in fact, win. Exactly. There you go. Great comment. And I've got... I wish uh, well. I try to tear you down and it makes you stronger. That's an even better thing. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with that, too. Like, even though I know people say that they hate uh, when so many bad things happen, but I'm like, uh, when bad, everything goes wrong, it shows us as a country that we can take on anything and that we become stronger from it and even sometimes even closer from it as well. Agreed. So I have, yeah. I have Jeff Grant's poem, and like I said, Rez, would you like to read it for us, please? Yeah, I can read for Jeff Grant. I am familiar yeah. with this poet, and I have recited him in the past. All right, this poem is Girl of 9-11. Yeah. 
the massacre of 9-11, when Twin Towers got buried to the ground and history was redefined, many innocent lives were lost, while the devilish minds watching the gory scene with smirk from behind. Blood dripping from the evil bodies mixed in crimson hue, sipping like sewage and raining from New York's sky. Deep in the house, white faded to red, and people standing in slumber, watching their dear ones lay dead. Now the wind is blowing like a hurricane in the frightened, desolate land, but America has bonded, rescuing the remains, breathing life into the people, and the nation is resurrected as though it was never dead. End poem. Mm-hmm. Author's note. The massacre of 9-11 sent shockwaves to the whole world. My prayers and thoughts to the family of the survivors. I love um, how he ended it. Kind of ended it a bit like uh, like Boone. Like he did. Breathing into the life of the nation is resurrected as if it was never dead. Um and I, I like that how he, he put that in here too, that no matter um what happens to us that we're gonna resurrect, we're going to rise from it. And uh yeah, I, I think that this this put it perfectly. And I also like what he did with the devilish minds watching the gory scenes with the smirk from behind, like yeah, you, you can't um you can't even imagine, like I don't understand I've never understood that my entire life how somebody can get so evil that they want to literally hurt a whole state, a whole country. I can't even want to, mm-hmm. I don't even want to hurt one person, let alone hurt several. Because you're not even just hurting that one person that died, you're hurting the whole family, friends, whole people that knew that person. So I, I can't even imagine um, doing that. I can't. But uh, I think what Jeff wrote here was incredible. You were going to say something, Boo? said it's called a coward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of names for it, but we'll just go with coward. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me get... Uh, some comments for Jack's poem. Uh, let me get one. Let me get one from uh, from Lizzie. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Jack always writes some amazing stuff, and this is no different. Um, I, I really, I had a thing with the blood dripping from the shovel bodies mixed in crimson hue, sipping like sewage and raining from New York sky. My, my uncle um, worked in the post office that was, like, right next to, like, you know, <clears throat> the World Trade Center. So when it happened, I mean, thank God he, he made it home, you know, and unscathed. But, you know, he was at work that day when the whole thing happened. And, you know, when he went back, like he said, you know, they were literally getting body parts off the top of the roof from the um, post office. So, you know, it was it was a horrible and you know thing and I, I still remember him you know coming home and telling us the stories because you know he, he would have to go over there and deal with that and it was just a horrible thing and he just you know just just grasped that and it brought that memory straight to my head so he did a great job with this <clears throat> hmm. 
sorry. Comment, Lizzie. And um, let me get one uh, from Sala. Um, it's it's very powerful. It's so almost like describing graphically what happened. I I never. Um, I'm very sensitive. I can't see people dying, or, or I just I just feel and in pain. Um, and describing this is just the image in front of my eyes and bring it back to these horrible memories. It's very effective and a very deep and sad. So, um, unfortunately, so um, I'm just I can't even talk. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bringing more deeply. So sorry. I'm <coughs> I'm glad I'm glad that it moved you. I think that that's what mm-hmm. it should do. Mhm. And let me get uh let me get a comment from Faye. Blood dripping from disheveled bodies makes you turn in here. That really is a good line. Mhm. And now the wind mm-hmm. blowing like a hurricane in the frightened, desolate lands. I really like that one too. I mean, it's a very apt description, um, and then it just—it's crazy. It was something that tragic had to happen to, to bring us all together, to rise up as a nation once more. You know, um, you know, it's—it's it's sad that it takes something like that. It's like the only time you have a family reunion was when somebody. Somebody in the family dies, and you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That does. Sense. You know, I, 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 I wish we could find a common ground and, and focus on uh, on what we have in common instead of become so divided on what our differences are. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I like the, I like the idea, the picture of unity that this presents, the uh, rising up from the ashes. You know, we did a really good job on this. Great comment, Faye. And uh, I know I just went completely out of order, but Rez, will you give a comment, and then Lizzie's going to read her piece. Yeah. The most powerful line here that I found was, but America has bounded, rescuing the remains, breathing life into the people, and the nation is resurrected as though it was never dead. After 9-11... You can best be sure that every last American would oversee no terrorism. So that's really the point. Exactly. Great comment, Rez. And a great poem that um, that Jeff read. That it's not like Jeff read, but I usually just call him Jeff. Um, that he wrote and. Uh, yeah, it's been some really, I'll say it's been some really power. I mean, I should have known better that it's going to be some powerful reads tonight, but I just, it's good to see. And uh, so, Lizzie, you better blow us away. No, I'm stuck. <laughs> just on the board. Okay, so I wrote this from uh, the point of view of a teacher, um, because that was actually, uh, my best friend's sister was a teacher during this time, so I kind of, um, incorporated that into this piece. So it's called Upon Eagle's Wings. The children sat down in their assigned seats. Little eyes peered towards the window, staring out at the twins. A warming sense of comfort soothed their core as they knew Mommy and Daddy were not that far. 
Then came the horrible screams as the children all witnessed an unforgettable scene. I ran and tried to comfort them as I reached to close the blinds, but children know when adults tell lies. They screamed for their parents, wanted to know their fate. All I could do was tell them to sit calmly and wait. The entire building was buzzing for fear of what could come next. Will they target the schools? How can we keep these children safe? Tears flowed from their, from those uh, tears flowed from those whose family and friends worked in the beloved twins. Everyone doing their best to stay strong for these four children whose lives have now changed. We all could see the skyline change as the twins collapsed into rumble and flames. Dust clouds rising like a terrible beast as sirens wailed and reporters and radio stations did their best to keep the news seen. <clears throat> On that day, lives were changed. The world fell silent as they witnessed the, the horror of innocent lives taken by cowards that wanted to break us and make us powerless, yet through the ashes and the pain, we stood together and prayed, the entire world praying to whatever God they believed. On the saddest day, a beauty arose. Humanity stood together from pole to pole, showing the cowards of this horrendous deed that we could still rise out from beneath the debris and soar high upon the eagle's wings and foam. You go, girl. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sitting there saying... Um, I love that you told it from a, a teacher and even from a, the children's point of view. Because, um, like I said, I I remember my teacher coming home early from school, even though we only lived in Pennsylvania, but that still wasn't that far away. We lived a couple of hours away from New York. So it was a bit kind of devastating. And so, um, But I, I really like that you went with that, that these kids saw, like, Nothing was wrong. Their teacher was just teaching, and they knew their mom and daddy weren't that far away. And then, and then of course, it is that way with children too. It's like no matter how much you tell them everything is going to be okay, they can sense it in your eyes. Sometimes even I think it's like children and pets. It's like something about them they just know when something is wrong. Um, I think yeah. children probably know a little better than animals do, but you they can sense when something is wrong, even if you tell them, Oh no, no, it's fine, it's fine. Like they can sense when something's wrong. I'm pretty sure children knew during that time that something was wrong. And um and I love just how that you put that in there. But I like how you ended it too, like a lot of us um have ended our pieces that we came through it. It it didn't break us, it didn't make us powerless. We we made it through and um, that's what all those children that were in that school that day, even though they may have lost some parents or they may have lost um, some loved ones or stuff, they they grew up from it now and now in their in their 20s and 30s and they they have seen uh, mm-hmm. what happened and experienced it, but they knew that America came through it and that showed them that. Uh, but I, I really like what you did with this. It's, uh, it's an awesome poem. Thank you. And I like it. Let me get you some comments. Uh, let me get one from Boo. Good one, Liz. This is an empowering poem. And I think you're one of the only people who actually went with the directions and did from another point of view, right? <laughs> you actually stuck to it. Good girl. <laughs> I, I was I was lost. I was a little wasn't sure what to do on this one either. You know that's great, but I think that you did awesome, and I love the teacher part. And you know, we're scary too because after this happened, my daughter would ask me so many times, "Mom, is something is that going to happen again in my school? Is that going to 
happened or she was scared for a long time and that's so scary mm-hmm. all the people kids that were scared terrified and um you brought that all back and I thought this is written with a lot of heart and compassion and it's probably one of my favorite movies for real and not dark not very dark <laughs> <laughs> that's good I didn't, I didn't even yeah. mention that yeah. Well, she can write everything. Really, people just don't know. People don't know. They just associate her with secret and not all. She can get mushy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get a comment. Uh, let me get a comment from Sala. Oh, this is very powerful. If you made the masters about the children, I can imagine again how these poor kids, not knowing, screaming for their parents and. Of course, they won't listen to what you say to them, but the story is that um, many of wars, like World War II or whatever the wars or something, they don't know if their parents are alive or dead. That's so horrible. And I'm sure some of them lost their parents. It's just, it's just devastating. It really is devastating. Today, I'm going to have a nightmare. <laughs> I just, I'm just, I can't, worse than the dark, worse than dark, uh, dark, the dark uh, no. poetry of... Uh, of of um, I'm really affected by it. I'm just can't can't take my mind. I'm seeing all these all these flashbacks and flashbacks. It's it's it is horrible. It's just what that can take. It's horrible. And these poor kids. I wonder what happened to them now. When they now how old are they and how they how they see things and, and forget it. But they just again they can forget the lost their parents, lost their brother, lost their child. It's just horrible. And there's mm-hmm. one thing that you have to say, one parent, one parent, one woman, I think I heard a long time ago, she made me cry and was, she forgave them. How to be able to forgive these monsters, how did she do it? She must be an angel on earth that she forgave the people who killed her, whoever I don't remember who was in her family, to have this, this beauty of this heart and purity to be able to I just don't know how she did it, honestly. I don't know how. Uh, this has stayed with me forever, that whoever did, can have this come. Imagine, like, they kill and then she forgives them. How? I don't know. Anyway, reminding me of that. Thank you. Yeah, very powerful. Um, you had about Thank the same you. thoughts that, uh, that I did, wondering what, like, I was bringing up what happened to these kids um, and, like, where they are now and how they remember it and so. So that's the first thing that came to my head because I wanted to know. Um, a great comment. And Raz, you'd like to know your thoughts? Yeah, I have something to say of this poem. The ego is landed and the ego is not fallen. There you go. <clears throat> exactly. Great comment, Raz. And Faye, get the last comment, and then I got yours on the board. Well, Upon Eagle's Wing is a great title. I just don't know what is particular about that, but I love that. Upon, upon Eagle's Wing. Yeah, this is a whole other aspect. Um, you know, I I remember when I was a kid being worried, worried about nuclear bombs, but I never really thought about um, the impact that this must have had on children. Um, 
what they were thinking, what it was like. I, you know, I never thought about schools being targeted. Um, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of stuff here that just uh, like there's there's so much more to the story than than just my limited view of it. You know, and this really kind of broadened that view. You know, well, my own kids, my son's thirty. And uh, he would have been about 11 or 12 when this happened. And I don't think that I ever had a conversation with him about it, about how it might have affected him. And sorry, I didn't. Um, very thought provoking. Excellent. Right. Thank you. An excellent comment. And I got yours, uh, your phone on the board. Mm. Okay, well, I kind of got in here late, so I didn't exactly write a 9-11 poem, but the reason I picked You're this fired. one, <laughs> the, reason I, <laughs> the reason I picked this one was because this is dedicated to those who, this is, the, this is dedicated to that part of the story that happened after 9-11, so the men and women who went over to, to, uh, to fight for us to keep this from happening again. And mm-hmm. uh, well, a lot of them didn't come home. And then those that didn't yeah. come home, they had families. This, yeah. is called, so, this is called A Soldier Comes Home. The words were softly spoken as she knelt upon her knee. No promise left to hold her, so she softly whispers plea. The tears were falling swiftly as her heart begins to break. Hope is fading sharply with every breath she takes. A soldier on her doorstep, tall and standing grim. He's waiting for her answer with tears upon his chin. She rises from her prayer to meet the truth she fears. Strangers stand together and share these falling tears. A purple heart he's holding and a story yet to tell about a soldier's glory and the courage with which he fell. She listens to the answer of the question in her heart. Pride must share its moment with pain that quickly starts. A baby whimpers softly and she calls a child's name. The child and the father both were called the same. She looks into the memory that shares her lover's eyes and hears of how her husband for God and country dies. End poem. Wow. Oh, that's good. And the soldier, the soldier comes home. Wow, you you can feel the emotion off of this. And also, I really did like the rhyme, but the emotion and and story aspect of it, I really like. Um, a purple heart is holding a story yet to tell about the soldier's glory and the courage in which he fell. I really love that. Um, just kind of how that that came together, but showed how strong he was and knowing that that's what the child um, will remember and the wife will remember that not necessarily like oh that that he may be gone is that that they'll remember that what he did for his country more of and I I think that that's Mm -hmm. really really beautiful and also this I follow a nine-year-old poem and also won gold out of a contest that had 106 entries I'm sorry, that's blowing me wow. away. That's amazing. Wow, you took <laughs> one. 
Yeah, wow. that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think this is a this is a great poem, Bay, and then and, and it almost it almost brought me in tears a little bit. But even though it, it is sad, it it, like said it warmed my heart in a way too to see um a little bit of uh like a tender emotion to it as well. And uh let me get you some comments. Let me get one I'll start out with Paula. Um, this is a very ten- very tender. So it's just a story of uh, not only that soldier, so many soldiers. Um, you just went to the perfect direction how you moved and talk about really how the family feels. The one that really touched me the line is, um, I can't even find it, sorry. The breath, about the breath, I can't find it. She listened to, I'm sorry, one second. Um, mm. She the breath, where is it? I'm so tired, I didn't get letter for, where is that? I'm going cuckoo. The, 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 <laughs> the one about she taking her breath, I'm really, from this, from so much emotion, I get, I get, uh, it gets me when this is a emotion for me. She listened to the answer inside. Oh my goodness! Can you help me? The one with the breath. Remember, she took her breath. I can't remember where it was. I'm so sorry. Overstating, overstating, sloppy yes. with every breath yes. she takes. Yes, this is like made me when someone remind me of like even in movies you see that when the soldier they come and announce to them that they're gonna die and she oh this is announcing that this is gonna happen and she called her son her her baby, their father's name. It's so touching, it's so real, and tell the story of so many. And that showed the, your big heart, too, to, to go in this direction. It really moved, moved us all, and wow, to uh, 100 or something. It's very, really beautiful. Work to be tangible. And uh, what they call it, the front page. Um, really great. Thank I'm you. sorry, I slept three hours. I don't know, Christian, I stayed for you. I literally <laughs> I swear I slept two, uh, three hours only. I woke up at 5.30 and I slept at 2. I don't know how I'm still up. You're doing fine. <laughs> You're doing fine. Yeah. Thank you. So sorry. Thank you. You're fine, Saul. That was a beautiful comment. And um, let, me get a, let me get a comment from, uh, from Lizzie. Okay, so the um, that very last stanza killed me. It it literally killed me. I I don't cry, and I almost did. So that that's a, a gimme right there. Um, but the you know to so look into you know that child's eyes and see her you know to remember her husband and to hear while he, you know they're telling her how her husband died. That's just that just killed me. It was I mean the whole um, home was you know, touching and it was tender and it was it was amazingly written but that last answer just literally stabbed me in the heart. So it was a great write. Thank you. Great comment, Lizzie. And uh Raz, what do you think? Yeah, this soldier laid down his life in order for the name of democracy to ring true for the whole world round. So he made an ultimate sacrifice like the victims of 9-11, and that's the relation there to lay down mm-hmm. your life for God and country. 
is one of the greatest honors of any military personnel. It proves the point of the Patriot, mm-hmm. what he did and why he could not come home. Great comment. Uh, and let me get a comment from Boo, and then we'll read the next poem. Well, that's the thing about Say. He doesn't write anything without. He is tender, and his heart shows, and everything he writes, emotional and honest. And um, that's what this says. I agree with everybody else. It's moving, beautifully done. I like that it's just four stanzas. That they're very neat and kind of condensed, and so you get the point. But the ending, like Lizzie said, uh, is the kicker here. Your heart shows here, and 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 how good of a poet you are. I think your skill shows here too. Great, right? Pinned it. Okay. Thank you. Did this get on the front page? No? No. Great comment, Lou. Oh, okay, I'm going to nominate this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I know I was thinking about that Thank too. You, I thought Thank about you, that too. Boo, I don't know what you're going to nominate. Can you see? Sorry. Yeah, I'll send you the link too. Thank you, right? I'm so bad. I don't know. Thank you. I'll send you the link, Sawa. Okay, thank you, Google. Sorry, interrupting, Kristen. Oh no, you're fine. You guys can talk as much as you want. I don't care. <laughs> um, so I have uh, one more poem left, and then I was gonna do uh, my song, and then end this out. I have one from Midnight Dancer that Boo told me she okay. you wanted to read. Yeah, I gotta find it first. Is that the last one, or I have it on the board. Oh, you do? It's the right one. I think it is. I forgot. Did I put it over there? I forgot. Okay. That's cool. Uh, You sent it to me before, and I I forgot to Okay. This is um, Crumbling Street. Okay. I was walking through the streets, the smell of a fog hitting my nose, people screaming in pain and bleeding. Everywhere around me, time was moving forward. But I was stuck in one spot trying to get to you. This morning, I woke up, kissed my wife, and watched her walk out the front door. Now running through the middle of the street, all I could think about was her beautiful midnight rock. I kept trying to get to her, screaming your name. Meanwhile, you were trapped up in your office. Oh, God. You had been at your desk, typing away, doing case briefs for your boss, and heard the big explosion and brought the first tower down. You tried to get out, helping along the way, but you got trapped under some fallen. You tried screaming, help barely breathing, stuck out your hand to shine your engagement ring, waiting to be found but knowing your fate. Now I lay here in the hallway of the hospital, watching as your life slipped away. Today was supposed to be just another day. Instead, it's where our love story ended. Oh, man. End poem. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm Hmm. I'm trying Good. not to blame cry. This is like two mm-hmm. parts of it that just broke my heart in pieces. It was the part about you tried screaming help, barely breathing, stuck out your hand to shine your engagement ring. Ah, like that like hit yeah. me hard. And then the ending of today was supposed to be just another day and said it's where our love story ended. Ended. Oh, oh. my God. That I don't know heart. if this is a real story. She just said that it was like from the perception of a young husband to his wife. I just, 
I don't want this to be real. I mean, I know it probably was a real person. Mm-hmm. Imagine that your whole life I don't know, you had I don't know if it was real from her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it was real from her, but I bet it was real. Yeah. But, wow, I I don't know what to say on this. Like, I, I mean, I know that we we've got to talk about like the heart the heartbreaking things and we know that it, it was a traumatic experience and just to think of that that there probably was a bunch of people in that building that were like newly married or had just had a baby all the love stories or ended. there's a lot of love stories that ended yeah. right there that day yeah you know, it'll never be told and it that's so heartbreaking mm-hmm. to think about wow yeah but he moves me with this. Wow. Um, I don't even know what to comment anymore. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just shook. I guess. Um, Bill, you want to make a comment since you read it? Yeah. I mean, I just to say, you know, this, this, she did her job. She just moved us, just brought us almost all the tears, and just affected us. All her great part of her great writing. And you know how many love stories ended that day, sadly, whether it be lovers or parents or brothers, sisters. So many, and uh, to know to think your whole lifetime down, your whole future ahead of you, and it's crushed. It's happened to all of us, but you know to have it done that way, it's just life-changing shit you never get over. Poem. Yeah, Agree, exactly. Faith? And uh, yeah, I was about to get a comment from Faye. You want to comment? Yeah, this heartbreaking is a good way to to uh, describe it. I mean, uh, it's a tough night, man. This is a lot of this stuff is really stirring a lot of stuff in me. You know, um, today's where our love story ended. You know, it's just like damn, <laughs> you know. It was supposed to be just another day instead of where our love story ended. You know, it's just, uh, and I've had those moments. I've had those moments. Yeah. I know what that feels like when uh, you get that phone call and uh, yeah. someone, you, someone you thought you had a, you know, all the time in the world with, and, and they're yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Back to, yeah. back to, I just lost one of my best friends a month ago. And, uh, it's crazy. You know, we were supposed to go riding together, and uh, I get into a motorcycle accident, and then uh, three hours after I get out of the hospital, he gets killed on his motorcycle. It was really weird, So we were going to go riding together. Oh, wow. You know, wow. and, uh, wow. and I'll, I'll, never get, I'll never get to get, take that ride. So, you know, they, they had plans for a future, uh, in an instant, all of it's gone, it's stolen from yeah. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing you can do to give that back or to, just nothing you can say or do. It's just, you know, it's tragic. Excellent, Mm -hmm. excellent poem. Mm -hmm. Good job, Mm -hmm. answer. And I'm sorry, Faye, about your friend. I I know that happens, too. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It happens kind of what Jay was saying uh, earlier, even though I know he's talking about war, but it often happens when we don't expect it at all. It's like death will yep. just happen when 
you think that that's all why you have to tell those that you love that you love them and you appreciate them and you love them and never never waste a moment and go uh, for it. Yeah. You know, say what you want to say. Right. Yeah. I think that's one lesson. I think that nine eleven probably taught everybody is to make sure that you you kiss your loved ones good, like goodbye every single day. Tell someone that you love them. Let them know that you care because you don't know what's going to happen that day. Well, he was my homeboy and a tattoo artist. I wasn't going to hug him and kiss him and tell him I love him all the time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but we loved each other. We were, I was my boy. Maybe you get a tat in his eye. Well, let me get some more comments. Uh, let me get one from Raz. Yeah, I see how that's a recurring theme with the majority of these poems. I went from the same perspective. It seemed like any other day, but all our lives were changed by 9-11. That can't be denied. Yeah. As to the story of whether anyone lost uh, engagement or a fiancé, in that rubble of the World Trade Center. I can verify that for a fact, but not by name. It's based on the actual truth. So this is a good summary of how all our lives were never really the same after 9-11. That's that's true. Exactly what we've been saying a lot uh, today. Great comment, Raz. And Salva, your comment. I I I would let you the the center the first of all I'm so sorry for your loss, Ray. Um, and uh, like you, I got really moved by the the one that you picked about in the debris, and then uh, at the end how uh, she just like ended her was gone. I I think this is presenting so many stories. It's very moving. I just couldn't find my words. Just I struggled her. I'm speechless. She did such a great job that really moved us. And how to find words? Because what you're gonna say about someone who died and lost her, the beloved one, the husband? It's, it's very deep. I mean, um, my heart is with all these people. Really, I wish they could hear us. Know that we care about them. Because it must be right now they're just I don't know how I wonder like right now how they how they taken it who healed and who hid, who didn't and just who who knows but anyhow it's so very it's very I can from today I'm getting emotional it's very emotional I think that's also why a lot of people didn't, didn't, aren't, aren't comfortable with it because they're not comfortable with, with death and sadness. That's why there's not a lot of people here because a lot of people they don't feel comfortable with the subject matter and that's their own decision. No, but it's hard. No, not to say that it's so hard. You know what I mean? All these years later, it's so hard. And, yeah. I think I think it's not it's not question of the like not taking the it's really about I don't know it's me. I, 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 my heart is with these people truly. I feel for them, and I just can't imagine how, how they take it. That's what it is. I had that in my family tragedy. I lost five of my, like siblings, and my father got killed. My brother got killed. My sister got killed. My brother got killed. So imagine for four of my family members that killed tragically. 
so I, I've been through this and it gave me, made me stronger, actually. But I just can't stand keeping in pain. Just, I just can't be just That's how I am. I really can't be. Anyhow. This is every reason why Sala can't bother ahead, horror Brad. movies. It's unnecessary <laughs> violence. I, I see Sala's perspective. Especially if you have real loss in your background. Yeah. Um, so to mm-hmm. Yeah, but I understand what you're saying, boy. Absolutely. I I don't. Uh, that's another subject, but it's different today. You're right, boy. Too. Y'all just got me thinking now. Um, no, Lizzie, you want to make the last comment, and then uh, then I have a, another thing to, for you to do afterwards. But go ahead and comment. Okay. Um, yeah, this is an excellent um, poem, and it does just come to the fact that wherever there's life that's cut short, there are endless amounts of stories that we'll never know. You know, they all have futures. They all have, you know, plans. They all had something. And they'll never have any of that because their life was just cut short. And that in itself is just a sad thought, you know, that, you know, and, you know, I hate to say this, but I remember hearing this quote one time and I I couldn't think how much, how true it really was until you really start thinking of things where, the quote was, if you want to make God laugh, make plans, tell him your plans. And sometimes you really wonder how true that is. You know what I mean? Like, you make plans, but, you know, in all honesty, he's the only one that has any plan for you. And, you know, when you think about things like that, it's, you know, you really do think about it. It's like, you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, you know, because he knows what he's going to do. And he's the only one that knows if we have the next five minutes of our lives guaranteed. And mm-hmm. so that day, there were plenty of stories that we'll never know because they died with those people. You know, mm-hmm. and it's a sad thing. But wow. Yeah, I mean, she really touched on that really well in this piece. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I really like that comment, Lizzie. Like, that was a, a great way to, to to end the comment. Because it's true. We, we don't know. And um, we don't know even know what will happen tomorrow. But... I guess mm-hmm. it's going to be worthwhile as well. <laughs> yep. Well, Lizzie, would you like to uh, tell us what your show is going to be tomorrow? Oh, yeah. It's open dark poetry tomorrow. Um, so just drop in your rights. The show is going to be at 9 o'clock. And I hope to see you all there. Just anything dark, not scary, scary sour. I go, nothing scary. Thank well, you. I mean, I can't guarantee there won't be anything scary. It is open dark, so it's open to whoever puts anything there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the face I'm going to I'm very good with the darkness, <laughs> by the way. But not scary, but not scary. Not, not like scary... You know, You're I'm going to be scared. Sooner or later, <laughs> rub horror. off on you. No horror. No horror. <laughs> oh, you mean like uh, my I last show, so? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I looked at this and said, no, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't. I don't know. Why are you scared yourself? Why do you like to scare yourself? That's crazy. 
Oh, I, I love don't get it. Why do people like to scare themselves? <laughs> it gets the adrenaline running. It keeps you young. <laughs> yeah. Woo. We're sick and twisted. That's why. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I dig it. <laughs> no, thank you. Not for me. Let's even have that evil little laugh. <laughs> well, I I do have um I do have my song that I'm gonna end the show with if any of y'all wanna listen to it. Um but I was just gonna do like the announcements and everything else before that. So um uh, like I said we have Lizzie's show tomorrow and then I know uh Sunday is open poetry with Boo and Day, so Everybody and her mama usually goes to that, but I'll announce it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah we'll, uh, I thank everybody that wrote a poem for the show and everybody that called in. Uh, I got my list right here. Thank you to Stephen, Tila, and Patrick, and Sala, and Raz, and Boo, and Jay, and Faye, and Liz. Thank you all for, for calling and, and making the show uh, for all the people that lost people 19, 19 years ago, and we'll never forget them. We'll never forget that experience. We're gonna. It doesn't matter how many years go by. I think everybody will remember what happened. Even people that weren't in America know what we're talking about. So, I'm going to play my song. I'm gonna put the the link in the board if any y'all wanna like. Um, read along with the lyrics, but uh, if you need to hang up, hang up the phone. I don't, I don't mind, but I just want to sit there and put my. No. Phone <laughs> no, Kristen, yeah, we're gonna be here for go. you. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll want to play our song out, and then after that. Crumbling, crumbling. 
You brought me to tears, Kristen. That's incredible. I'm strangely aroused, Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good song, man. (sighs) Those memories. All right, buddy, I gotta go. Love you guys. I'm out. Bye, Faye. Bye, Faye. Bye. Bye. Really loved it. You have an angelic voice. You have an angelic voice. Very tender. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, goodness. You always come up with it. Thank you, everyone. Great. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for calling in. I'll see you all next time. Okay. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.